0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of This Is Not A Podcast For Dummies with your girl Black Wine and Charlie. Alright, we're going to jump into our dumb moment of the week. And our dumb moment of the week, as always, is brought to you by www.blackwine.com That's B-L-A-C-K-W-Y-N-E.com Alright, so this week's dumb moment of the week is brought to you by what What is it called? Sunday's Eatery? Sunday's Eatery. <laughs> so, this Ooh. is the home of that fried rib, baby. I've never had them. No. <laughs> Me neither. But that grilled pork chop with them lemon pepper, onions, and green peppers. Bye, baby. Okay. So, Trick Daddy um got on his morning show and announced that the Queen Bee... On Beyonce's internet cannot sing. That Jay Z is not the the king of New York, basically. Well, who is? I, I I would that's the question. Even if even if you didn't like like I don't like Jay Z as a rapper. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jay Jay Z is not who I would turn to if I wanted, I wanted to, to, to listen, listen to, to rap. rap. Um, however, he's the king by default, and I think that's what Trick was trying to say. That Jay-Z is the king by default. But being the king by default doesn't negate that you're the king. The king. So, so yeah, it doesn't. But this is my whole (laughs) thing. When they first announced that these two individuals were going to take over the morning show, I already knew it was going to be a disaster. They are, at this point, known for having controversial and um, problematic statements that always... Go viral, and it's not because I personally don't feel like it's because of what they say. It's more so about how they say it. They lack the necessary verbiage they need to get their point across. Because honestly, so you saying they dumb? <laughs> That's what I just no. I heard. you <laughs> need to hear that. that. I'm not calling them dumb. The necessary verbiage? Yes, because... They dumb. Honestly, what I think Trick Daddy was trying to say was that he does not feel that Beyoncé is a powerhouse vocally. It's not that she cannot sing, but he, for him, a singer is a Whitney Houston, is a J-Hud, like somebody who could bring the church down. Like, that's a singer to him. Someone who has a powerful voice, right? So... Instead of him saying that, which anybody who listens to Beyonce would understand his point. It's not about him having an opinion. You can have an opinion. However, you can share that opinion on your national platform. What it does not do is is protect you from the consequences of that opinion. You should have known. You already know how the beehive comes. They do not play about the queen bee. So when you open your mouth and put Beyonce on your lips like liquor (laughs) you should have known the beehive was near. They were asleep. They were a fine. You woke they ass up and now they done buzzed, bit, stung all over your Google ads. Everything. You're just in shambles now. Trick is not gonna lose anything. Not a goddamn thing. First of all you gotta understand how Miami people are. We're not looking at um, Google. Uh, Ain't nobody going up to the Google. We we, we already know where all the good black food is. We don't need Google. We're not using Yelp. We're not not using reviews. I mean, if we was going to see somebody else's restaurant, we might check the Google and Yelp reviews. But the black restaurants, don't worry. Furthermore, this is the same restaurant that has a line with a two-hour wait outside of it every day. Rain or shine. That man ain't about to lose nothing. Trick ain't worried is not, not worried. He is not worried, and that, I think I think one of the issues that I'm having with his statement is, mm-hmm. um, you you can because I feel like that. I do agree that Beyonce doesn't. It's not in the in the same vocal lane as with, uh, as Whitney, Whitney and Mariah and and Jay, and Jay No, you know, J. Hud. She's not in that. Vo- that vocal range and they're not in the same category when it comes to being an entertainer that's what i was just about to say sorry go ahead i was just about to say that but you you can't say whitney houston is not in the same category j hud is not in the same category when it comes to entertaining us Mm -mm. all right so at the end of the day, it's it's comparing apples and oranges. It's yeah. like the Tony versus Mary. Yeah. The verses. Like that's not a good versus to me. And I, I didn't I didn't think the Trina and Eve was a good versus. Like I thought it's it's to me it's comparing apples and oranges. And when you do that, you sound dumb. Yeah. Um, so that was our dumb moment of the week. Uh please still support black businesses. As dumb as he is. We still support black businesses, so please continue to wait in that two-hour line. If y'all (laughs) going to wait in the line, hit my line up so I can put my order in, please. (laughs) Thank you. All right, let's move on to our dumb topic of the week. Um, And our dumb topic of the week is about sexual preference. Mm. Um, So, Charlene, you were just saying that it's so dumb to judge people's sexual preferences. All right, so when we say sexual preference, we're not talking about sexuality. We're not talking about being gay or homosexual mm-hmm. or transgender. We're not talking about those t- that type of sexual sexuality. Mm-hmm. We are talking about sexual acts, okay? Yep. So I had a conversation with someone on Facebook mm-hmm. about, we were having a conversation about rape. And he brought up the topic of women having sexual fantasies about rape. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to make the point of Is that you cannot compare A sexual fantasy To a sexual violation mm-hmm. Okay You Cannot compare a sexual preference To a sexual violation So it got me thinking Why is it so difficult for men To delineate Between Sexual fantasies And things that we might enjoy In the bedroom And why is it so difficult For people to accept that you know, women, women have fantasies, uh, men have fantasies, and th- these fantasies don't need to be judged. Here's the thing. In this society, even in this day and age, as almost sexually free as we are, we are still a very sexually repressed society. Very much so. And women
1: specifically are
0: still very, very much Uh, oppressed when it comes to our sex sexuality and what we prefer it's still frowned upon for a woman to be free with her sexuality to be free with and tell men what she wants like yeah we're a lot free but we're still judged for it we're still you know penalized for having it so I think black women more so oh you know I mean but hey are you surprised we're penalized for every goddamn thing more so than anybody else. So at that point, I'm I'm not even surprised. But you know, I'm a, I'm a black woman, so I always I always speak from blackness. That's the every only place co- I speak I, from. That's the only place I can stand on. Yeah. Um. And I just feel like these conversations I most more so see with black men. I don't mm-hmm. see these conversations with white with men. white men. I feel no. like, and I don't I don't know if it's because that's the you brought you brought it to my attention the last time we had um our podcast that. It might be who I'm surrounding myself with, mm-hmm. and that's the narrat- narrative, narrative that's created around me. But I more so see black men, when they say they choose white women, it's because white women are a little more liberated mm-hmm. when it's sexually. sexually. Um, however, as- when black women do liberate themselves sexually, sexually like- They're considered the- holes, whores- they're yeah. not allowed to be free, yeah. and it's looked down upon. Yeah. So, like, I think of of Megan Thee Stallion. Megan yep. Thee Stallion. I think of Cardi B. I think of you know, in that in that line of thinking that you know these women are out there, you know, professing what they enjoy, professing I, what they like, yeah. and they're looked upon as whores. But men will choose white women because they're a little more sexually. Yeah, they're free. They're 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 more you know um, liberated in the bedroom. And I'm like, but I also find that Black women tend to judge other Black women, women. because of their sexual yes, but again, that's also taught to us from um, the religious standpoint. Yes, Black women, Black people okay. are very religious. You know, and so from the religious standpoint, that's indoctrinated in us from a young age to be sexually repressed to judge others about their sexuality and the things they choose to do. And so for us as black women who judge other black women, it's taught to us to be like that. One, it's taught to us because of what we hear from men. We we practice what we think men want us to be like, right? But I always hear, you know, be a lady in a, a lady, yeah, lady in, in, in the light, light, a freak in the dark, and then it's like once you bring the freak out, it's like goddamn, you know. No, I've heard, I've even seen men like, oh, I, I I want a freaky girl, I want this, and then the girl they get a freaky girl, and then they they flip out on her like, oh no, you too freaky, I can't date you, and then they start. In their mind. That she was being freaky with another man. Yes. And and that equals to her being some kind of slut hole, whatever they want to call it. And it's like, do you really know what you want? Are you, you may not be as sexually liberated as you think. I think a lot of men are not, are, are not sexually liberated. I think a lot of men can't. It's like, they don't know how to enter the bedroom. It's and 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 see sexuality on a spectrum. Sexuality is a spectrum, you know? Like preferences are a spectrum. Um sexuality exists on there's nothing not normal. You get what I mean? As long as there's consent. I feel like anything is a go if you guys have a conversation about it. And it's consensual. And it's consensual by both parties.
1: And I'm and I mean and a
0: clear consent. Clear consent adults let's yes. let's make sure we add that yes adult uh, uh, an adult consensual act and i think anything goes as long as you guys have that conversation so you know a lot of things are frowned upon like i remember back in the day it was so disrespectful to say, say a man a pussy right. or or for a man to ask a woman to suck his, his dick. Yeah, like that was considered the epitome of disrespect. Even if she does suck dick, you couldn't ask her to do it. You had to let her do or it. Or if she sucked dick, you she was seen as less than. Yeah, yeah. She was she 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 wasn't good enough to be Especially in a relationship like it, the Caribbean men. Yeah. Like I think I think Jamaicans, um, you know, shout out to my my, my Jamaicans out there, but Jamaican Ooh. men still still have that notion like I don't like I don't, like I don't eat pussy and for me shit you might, well on you on, might as well go on you might as well go on bro you can't you can't cross this, this threshold if you <laughs> if you don't pay the toll, the toll. <laughs> so I feel like that that is another like that's another hindrance absolutely I one thing that helped me I think liberate and be open-minded to respecting people's sexual preference again I'm going to say to me opening my mind and respecting people's sexual preference is understanding the pleasure zones of why people um, like what they like. like what they like um and I started to kind of research and learn more about people's kinks Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um and i that started for me by reading up on bdsm which i kind of started from the christian grace series right i started reading it and i started to understand what that meant because of course like you know it's not like i was having conversations about sex with my mom or there was some type of
1: like mentor a guy, mentor yeah. right
0: so like most people you kind of learn about sex on your own i think i think a lot of us especially girls i think a lot of girls learned about sex through reading like romance romance novels, novels. yeah um the the 50 shades of gray we learned about zane. zane um and i feel like men black men learned about sex by from watching from porn. porn so i feel like there is a big gap between and, how we learned about sex yes, and, and how, how they men. learned about sex, because um, in the Zane novels, in the you know, she had a lot of the kink. Christian grade novels. There are a lot of there was a lot of kinkiness, but it was also done within within loving, loving relationships. relationships versus a porn. Just a random, you know, a piece of man come by <laughs> and he getting his dick sucked, right? And he getting, and he, getting he he you he, he getting fucked. So I feel like how we learned about sex um, plays an important role role because I know for me, my sexuality, I've I've been reading romance novels and Zane since I was like in the fourth grade. Yeah. So I was open to a lot of things early on in life. Right. So not to say at nine years old, you know, my sisters are much older than me. So, you know, they had the Harlequin novels and I was an avid reader. So I would read anything. Right, anything. Anything. Like I picked up anything and I would read. I'd be like, "Oh, the back of the be, yes, Bottle. yes." You get what I mean? I read anything. So for me, at nine, ten years old, picking up a Harlequin novel and seeing how love and sex was shaped in that novel versus a nine-year-old boy seeing how sex is shaped through a porn, it's very different. It's very, very different. Very different. So. I feel like that's one of the hiccups in our, in you know, our style, yeah. In our ability to how we express. So we have religion. We have how we learned. What are some other factors that contribute to judgment? Um, I think lack of education. I mean, you know, uh, lack of understanding about the kinks, because kink, like there there are so many different kinks out there, right? So when you say kinks, what do you mean? Like there's littles. Right. What's littles? Littles are people who like to act like babies. Okay. Okay. There, there, there. The littles. There are people who like to be babied. There are people who like to baby. Um. You there are have like people who, who like to get slapped. You, like to get spanked. You, you. There are kinks like people who like to have their balls crushed, like or get their balls kicked. You have kinks like people who like to wear diapers. There are all types of. Kinks you have out kinks there. that people who like to get shit on and pissed on. Right. So trade songs my god allegedly allegedly we do not know we were not there for that um so those are kinks and i think people's lack of understanding how the kink brings pleasure to the person um makes gives way for judgment okay so those are kinks that they're They're like kind of on the extreme on the extreme end let's talk about simple things that like being choked yes Uh, just a slight pressure (laughs) just a slight pressure on the windpipe not much just a slight just a slight being slapped Mm, on the ass yes being called a bitch um don't spit on me ain't no sex yeah but okay so see in the kink world all of those things are are considered vanilla yeah, but that's what I'm. What well, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about that vanilla stuff that that that, that <laughs> is that really? is still considered so much judgment on this vanilla stuff. So we can't even go into the extremes with fucking teddy bears and stuff like that. Oh my god! You get what I mean? We we well, still at the base. We still on, on on stage one. <laughs> I, you, you understand what I'm saying? Like there are a lot of women who think men who like anal sex are, are gay. gay, and y'all need to stop that. Really. Really need to stop that. My God. There are a lot of women who won't suck balls. (laughs) You had to be here. (laughs) We need to be recording video recording this podcast. (laughs) Stop. I can't. Stop. So, what we're trying to say... What we're trying to say is that to even have those conversations about the the extreme um we need to normalize the vanilla stuff. We need right. to normalize, okay, before you before you into a sexual relationship, there are women who don't ride, girl. You get what I mean? Mm. There are women who don't like taking it from the back. That just you know, and there are some men who just want missionary. And and so here's the thing, right? You all of this that she just mentioned All of it is okay. All of it is okay. It's fine. If you don't like the ride dick, it's alright. If you only like missionary, it's okay. If you don't like getting hit by... Yeah, but is it it okay because you don't like it? Or is it okay because you have not figured out why you don't like it? It's okay meaning that you don't have to lie. If, If we're trying to enter into a sexual relationship and I tell you I don't like to ride dick you don't get the chance to judge me for it whatever my reason for not riding dick is whether it's if I think I'm too big whether it's because it hurts whether it's because I don't feel like I have the proper skills whatever it is but can we have that conversation we, why? Should, we can we can absolutely have that conversation In a safe space where I'm not going to feel like you're judging me for it. That's where we're at with this. Yeah, That's the part. I'm open to any conversation about anything sexually. I'm open to it. We can talk about it. Hell, I may even, you know, after the conversation, be willing to try it. However, I need to feel safe that when we're entering into this conversation that I'm not going to feel worse. Or I'm not going to feel bad about myself for liking what I like and not liking what I don't like. Yeah. yeah. That's what this conversation is about. I want to make Stop. sure that it's okay, okay. to have those, those conversations. conversations. We we are adults. We should be having these conversations. Especially, and there are so many people out there who are sexually frustrated. Who are not sexually satisfied because they're afraid to talk to their partner. Yes. Because of judgment. But if you take the judgment out of the equation, your sex life will be so fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will be so. I mean, the nuts will be just coming <laughs> and coming and coming and coming <laughs> and coming. Squirrels will be jealous. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I'm just. I'm, but I'm saying, take the judgment out of it. Open yourself up. If there is something that your partner, I, and and let me just say. Don't do anything you're uncomfortable with, but open your mind enough to talk to your partner and find out why they like what they like, why they want to explore what they want to explore, why they don't want to explore what they want to explore, and just go with it. Like, open that conversation up. And then do your research. Yeah. Because a lot of times, we don't like something because we've never done it and we don't understand it. Yes. Um. So, I know for me like i said i'm an avid reader right so i sexuality for me started differently Mm -hmm. so when i the first time i had sex the first time i had sex i had sex you know i'm I'm giving tmi right now but we 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 adults here i i was Mm riding right so i lost my virginity on top oh geez you're the bold girl that's what he said (laughs) that's exactly what he said he was a bold bold what girl loses her virginity riding right and i was like it just it was easier it was easier for for him to come Go in. in it was it, like laying on my back and, and and receiving it was something about laying on my back and just and, it just, and taking it wasn't i was like oh i don't like this <laughs> let's flip over and so for me riding has always because that's what i started out with riding has always been a a free uh, a cornerstone yes. of my sexual experience. You get what I mean? So that that's, that's what... it's funny you said that. That's what you got to consider. You have to consider how people started out. Yeah. Their sexual their sexual first sexual experience can determine what you like. Maybe a finger slipped in, in in his ass while while you know she was grabbing his ass and the finger slipped up there and he he yeah. busts his nut and now he has a a thing for fingers, fingers in, in his, his ass, ass. You, and that's okay. And that's okay. And you but you wouldn't know that. Because a lot of, just like trauma, a lot of pleasurable experiences determine yeah. what we end up enjoying. Yeah. You get what I mean? Just like trauma determines what we end up what hating. Hated. So we just have to be very mindful and very respectful about what people enjoy. And don't, don't bring judgment into the bedroom. At the bedroom is a, is a safe, free space. And I wish nothing but nuts and orgasms for everybody. For everyone. Nuts and uh, like Oprah voice. You get an orgasm. You you get a a nut. nut You you get get an an orgasm. Oh, (laughs) okay. Well, so just to wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen, no boys and girls here because this is an adult show. Just remember, just remember that if you keep an open mind, it opens the world of possibilities for you in the bedroom. And it increases intimacy. Yeah, um, knowing that you are able to bring all your your doubts, all your vulnerability, everything that you have into this relationship, be it emotionally, mentally, or physically, um, it it increases the intimacy between the two of you. So if you have a kink, share that kink with your man. Share that kink with your girl in a safe. And safe space Where you know maybe Maybe that kink could get scratched Maybe that itch will get scratched You just never know You really never know So I, I wish nothing but orgasms and nuts Like I said um, Make sure you guys are talking making sure you guys are having safe Consensual sex um, And with that We will end that topic And jump right into our Dating for dummies. dummies segment Yay! My favorite topic All right, so our Dating for Dummy segment is always about choosing dates that are affordable and and creative um, so that there are no pussy expectations, okay? We don't want nobody to expect anything, okay? So if he's spending $20, he shouldn't expect any pussy, okay? So let's do some cheap, affordable dates so you're not in the position to tell a motherfucker no. (laughs) All right. all right, so our first Dating for Dummies date idea is play tourist for a day. So basically what you guys would do um, on this date, you would go around, you know, your city. If you live here in Miami or South Florida, or even if you guys decide to drive up to a different city, you play tourist for a day. You go visit all of the different landmarks, you know, um, go go sightseeing. Um, do do anything that's like a tourist type activity so one you guys kind of get to know the city From a different perspective and you're getting to spend time together and getting to know one another in a different And you guys can even make it fun by role-playing if you want if you guys are at that level You can both you know kind of act like you know y'all just met Okay at, at the port and you guys are going out on a date. So, you know, you can make it fun And be as creative with this date as you want to. But I like this date because, again, it can also be a non-expensive date and it allows for creativity. All right. So to piggyback on what um, Charlie said, um, I kind of changed my dating for dummies idea in the middle of her talking (laughs) uh, because I think her idea is so cute. Um, But how about a tour of my life? Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, so instead of um, touring and sightseeing the city, if you both are from wherever you're from, so if you both are from Miami, you could visit your old elementary Mm -hmm. or middle school so that the person gets to know you through sightseeing different aspects of your life, your old childhood home. Um, The first place you got a kiss. Um, I think that would be such a really good idea to get to know somebody. You know what that would be very cute for? Like if you were doing like a surprise engagement. Yeah. Oh, that would be such a nice idea. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Good job, Black Wine. Yeah. So sightseeing um, and get to uh, to know me tour. Um, Visiting all your favorite places, the landmarks in your life that that mark who you are. Mm -hmm. High school, middle school. Um, instead of just talking about it, you can go and go to the high school and say, you see, this is where I got jumped. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I had my first kiss, you know, things right. like that. Um, so we have come to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And as always, the podcast was brought to you by www.blackwine.com. That's www.blackwine.com. dot ecom we will see you next time. Well, not see. We will t- holler at y'all next time. All right. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>